Welcome to With Them Sounding Board, a podcast sharing powerful business tips, insights, and trends for those seeking to become a rock star in their industry. Welcome to Witham's Perspectives from the Bankruptcy Cliff, where we provide our perspective on various questions related to insolvency and bankruptcy affecting individuals and businesses. I am Misty Urban, and I will be your host for this session. I am a member of Witham's Forensic Evaluation Services Group. Our team focuses on the unique needs of individuals and businesses going through a reorganization process, experiencing financial distress, or considering bankruptcy as an option. Today, I'm joined by John Liska, who is also a member of the team, to get his perspective on the topic of the different types of bankruptcy. We do need to start out by reminding everyone that the information we're about to hear is general in nature and should not be acted upon without the advice and counsel of qualified legal representation and financial advisors who can evaluate your unique circumstances. So let's get started. Hi, John. How are you doing? Great, Missy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so, you know, we're talking about different types of bankruptcy, and I think it's probably almost common knowledge that people say there's different chapters of bankruptcy. What are the chapters, and what actually do they mean? So there's three main chapters that most people are are familiar with, Chapter 7, 11, and 13. Uh, Chapter 7 is also known as liquidation bankruptcy because it often wipes out all or most of your debts, and in return, the bankruptcy trustee liquidates your property to pay those creditors. Um, Chapter seven is available to both individuals and businesses. Chapter 11 is designed primarily to allow businesses to reorganize their finances, uh, including reducing payments while keeping their assets. Um, Individuals can file for chapter 11 uh, if they don't meet the debt limits for the other chapters. Uh, However, it has a slightly higher cost, so most individuals typically use chapter 13. Uh, there is a subchapter of Chapter 11 known as Subchapter 5, which is new. It became effective in February of 2020, um, and it was included as part of the Small Business Reform Act. And what it does is it allows small business debtors, those with less than 2.7 million, approximately 2.7 million in debt, uh, and allows them to uh, fast track or f- streamline the bankruptcy process for them. Um, And a trustee is appointed in every case and their job is to help facilitate the negotiation uh, with the the creditors and help develop that plan of reorganization. Um, And then chapter 13 is similar to chapter 11, except it's primarily used by individuals, or only, excuse me, only available to individuals. And the idea is the same, you're reorganizing your uh, debts, in order to have a payment plan that will allow you to eventually pay those debts off over a different time frame. But there's also a couple other chapters uh, available to very specific debtors. There's chapter nine for municipalities, chapter 12 for farmers or fishermen, and uh, chapter 15 for international entities, but we're not gonna really get into those today. Okay, so if we, if we keep it to the basics, you know, that everyone's heard of and, and you're talking about a seven, an 11, and a 13, well, if you could just like clarify the difference, like just break it down, what, what really is the main difference between those? So the, the big difference is chapter seven looks to liquidate your assets and pay off any debtors with the, with the proceeds they receive. Whereas in a chapter in an 11 or 13, you're really looking to restructure that debt and ultimately pay off those debts in their entirety. So you don't lose any of your property under Chapter 11 or Chapter 13, uh, and instead you're funding those payments through your income. 
Okay, then then you know if if you're looking at what's next, you have an eleven and a subchapter. What what is that? If you can break that difference down. So the, the primary difference is the debt limit uh, for small business. It's geared towards small businesses with debts uh, at or around two point seven million. Uh, although recently, uh, with the CARES Act, the limit has been up to seven and a half million dollars for a one-year period, and that's really relative to the COVID issues. Okay. Can you um, explain the process uh, for filing each in the basic timeline? So all bankruptcy cases begin with an initial filing with the bankruptcy court. Um, in a Chapter 7 filing, uh, you the time frame is about two to three months. Uh, the bankruptcy trustee is going to identify your assets, uh, liquidate any eligible assets, and pay your creditors. Um, any remaining balance of the debt owed is then discharged. In a Chapter 11 or 13, the, the timing, the time horizon could be much longer. Uh, it can be anywhere from several months to several years, uh, and you're working with your creditors to find a timeline that will work for all the parties. Um, that That's really the, the, the timeline How, for those. Okay, so um, if I'm looking to, you know, I'm in a situation where I, I want to keep my property, I'm not trying, you know, sell off all my assets and lose my house. What What is the bankruptcy option I should engage in? So in most situations, a chapter 11 or a chapter 13, depending on a business or individual, uh, will allow for reorganization and repayment of your loans without having to liquidate any assets. Uh, but in order to do so, you're going to have to still be generating enough income uh, in order to make those debt payments. Uh, otherwise, you, you likely won't qualify and you'll have to file chapter seven. Uh, there are certain situations in chapter seven, depending on the locale you live in, that may allow you to protect sufficient assets that a Chapter 7 may be uh, an appropriate filing decision. Um, however, if most of your largest debts are secured debts, uh, you're probably going to be better off filing Chapter 13 because Chapter 13 will allow you to pay off those debts over a, a secured debt, those past due secured debts over time, whereas Chapter 7 does not, is, does not discharge secured liabilities. So, uh, an auto loan, a home loan, uh, the creditor is going to look to sell your asset in order to uh, get the proceeds to pay off the debt owed. I mean, that's a that's a lot to consider. So you're you're sitting here. I'm in a bad, you know, tough situation. Uh, seven, you have thirteen. You have, you know, what? How do I uh, do? Do I get to choose? Do, do I say, okay, I'm just going to pick one? How how does it work? Uh, so primarily the decision to file is is yours. Uh, there are certain factors that will come into play, uh, which is why you really need to make sure you have legal counsel and an advisor that you trust that specializes in bankruptcy and will be able to give you the proper guidance. Now, are there limitations on the use of each chapter? Uh, there is in some cases. You're Aside from the type of debtor, business versus individual, there's also debt limits. Uh, that must be considered, as well as the cash flow uh, of the debtor. Um, again, your advisor is going to examine all of these, uh, take a look at all your finances and determine whether you, they, you can afford to pay your creditors or uh, this is typically known as the means test. Do you have the ability to, to pay your debts? If you fail the means test, uh, then you'll likely need to file Chapter 7. They, they're going to liquidate your assets and, and get as much return that they can 
Um, however, if you do pass the means test, you, you may be able to consider filing Chapter 11 or Chapter 13. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a tough consideration. And, and I'm looking at it even like from a business perspective. Um, if I'm a business owner and I, and I want to file and I'm going to have to consider filing for bankruptcy, you know, what, what opportunities are there to, for me to retain my business? So you'd have to file Chapter 11 uh, in order to retain control. Um, and you will retain control during the reorganization process. However, you're going to lose control over some of those major decision-making processes. Um, you're not going to be able to sell assets at will or enter a break into new leases, expanding or contracting operations, et cetera. These are items that your creditors are going to now have a say in. Um, this is known when management is running, continuing to run the business. Uh, this is known as debtor in possession. And, and during this time, the business owner is trying to develop a plan that is going to be voted on by the creditors to Re or to continue to run the, the business and resolve any of the creditors' claims. Um, and this can take anywhere from a few months uh, to over a year for that plan to be uh, approved and adopted. And in the current environment, given the cost of Chapter 11, most debtors will opt for the sale of their assets so that they can be sold free and clear of any liens. Uh, once the sale is complete, any remaining assets and legal actions of the debtor are typically transferred to a liquidating trust or the debtor entity is converted to a chapter seven and, and liquidated entirely. So, so I guess, you know, does it boil down really to just, it's better to sell my business when I'm in a bankruptcy? Uh, the answer is it depends. Uh, uh, by selling your business during a bankruptcy, you're allowing a buyer to acquire, acquire the assets free and clear, uh, which should help maximize the amount of proceeds. Uh, you would receive, but uh, most business owners are not uh, usually willing to try or willing to take any other options before selling their business. Yeah, you can understand that. You know, when you've maybe put your years and time into a business that you own, it, it's probably a tough decision to uh, consider selling it. Um, but I thank you, John. That was, that was very useful information, you know, and, and you really gave us a good idea of the different types of bankruptcy that I hope uh, the listeners have found helpful. Uh, should anyone have any specific questions regarding your unique circumstances, please reach out to a member of our team. Our contact information can be found at withem.com under Forensic Evaluation Services. This episode, as well as others in, this, in the series, can also be found at withem.com. Thank you for listening to Witham's Perspectives from the Bankruptcy Clip. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be first in line to hear what's coming next. Don't want to wait for our next episode? Check us out at witham.com. That's W-I-T-H-U-M.com.